Welcome to MTG Ectoplasm, your home for spirit travel and magic the gathering. I'm your host, Dwight, aka D Blanco, a medium that wears an extra extra large. You can reach out to me on Twitter at MTG Ectoplasm, or you can email me directly at MTG Ectoplasm at gmail.com. Now, like I ask each and every single week, do me a favor, hit that follow, like, subscribe button. I'm not charging you anything. So I'm humbly begging. I'm, you know, on bending knee, seeing if you do me the pleasure of hitting that follow, like, subscribe button. It lets you know when the latest, greatest uh, episodes get posted. And if you like Magic the Gathering content, why wouldn't you? And if you're into spirits, hey, that makes it even better. But today, we're going to be talking about something a little different. There was some uh, something uh, someone leaked, and we're going to get to that in a minute. But I got to bring in the, the one the one who drives the show, the engineer, the one who actually keeps me abreast of all situations. It's the Ravishing One, a.k.a. the Ravishing Renata. How you doing there, Ravishing? I'm doing pretty great. How about you? I'm doing well. Thank you. Thank you for asking. Today's a little sad day, though, for me. You know, mommy's in the hospital. Oh, it's a sad day for both of us. It's a sad day for both of us. I found out today that my mother has COVID and she's in the hospital and potentially going on a ventilator. But uh, my prayers go out to her. Hopefully, everybody listening also uh, sends their prayers our way. And, uh, Hopefully a speedy recovery on my mom's behalf. But so Renata, let me ask you, Ravishing One, uh, what do you think of tonight's episode? I think tonight's episode is gonna be fantastic. It's gonna be a humdinger. It's gonna be a hoot nanny. Yes, it's gonna be pretty fun. All right. So before we begin this episode, this episode is brought to you by our friends at Greg's Games. That's right, Greg's Games. You can find them at 2103 Whitehorse Mercerville Road in Hamilton, New Jersey, 08619. I tell you about the shop all the time and why? Because it's a great place to go play Magic the Gathering. All right, they have sleeves, they have binders, they have boxes for you. They they have commander they have the pioneer they got a challenger they have everything your heart desires when it comes to magic the gathering they also do uh, uh pokemon and all this other stuff right they got tabletop games all right amazing tabletop okay the shop has been made bigger why because they want you to come there have fun and play and let me just tell you ladies and gentlemen they got tournaments going on. If you're into Legacy, Modern, Pioneer, Standard, Commander, whatever you're into, check them out. Go to their website, and I promise you, you'll find what you're looking for to play. I don't care if you're in Philly, New York, Baltimore, over here along the Jersey Shore. Greg's Games is the place to be. Check them out. 2103 Whitehorse, Mercerville Road, Hamilton, New Jersey, 08619. Now that the pleasantries are over and said and done with, right? The homework is done. The kids are asleep. It's now time to bring in the one individual who's been with me before. Uh, you can find him on uh, Instagram at Fires in Atlantis. He's the individual who I call uh, lovingly as New Dan. Welcome to the show, New Dan. How you doing, New Dan? Oh, hold on a moment. You're on mute. So we got to. There you go. Oh, boy. How you doing, oh, boy. New Dan? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Well, I'm doing well, thank you. I'm still waiting to go to Greg's games with you. 
I know, well, once the you know, the uh, season over here starts warming up, uh, for those who are unaware, in the Northeast where we are located, uh, we had some beautiful seasonal weather all last week, temperate. Uh, we had the windows down, enjoying spring as it was, and then this weekend hit, and now it's been raining. It's been snowing, and currently uh, outside, it's a wonderful 34 degrees. It's it's 34. It warmed up to 34. It was like 20 degrees this morning. Awful. Just I think, awful. I, think I, I took my motorcycle to work with a T-shirt on last week, and I'm not even thinking about taking it out this week. It's way too cold. I yeah, don't know. Whatsoever. <laughs> and the best part is Thursday. They're talking about 70 degrees. So oh, that's uh New Jersey spring for you. Oh, we got we already got somebody chiming in. There you go. Handsome Dan. There oh, you what's go, up, Dan. Maddie K? There you go. How, Maddie how K you doing, darling? Look at that. Handsome buddy of mine. Dan. See, I, I I like new Dan, but we'll go with you know handsome Dan for for the moment. All right. <laughs> So I, I got a question for you. Are you aware of Mark Rosewater? You you know who Mark Rosewater is. Oh, heck yeah, I know Morrow. Okay. <laughs> Morrow tends to do these things, right? Where he, every new set that comes out, he does this, what they call a Duelist style teaser. Because he used to work for that magazine called Duelist. Uh, for the young folk out there who don't know what this is, this is a magazine that uh, specified into Dungeons Dragons and some match it to gathering and he would you know you would see all the latest combos the latest ticks the latest strategy in magic and it was really badass and he would tease you give you little things to get you excited for the next set coming out well here we go again he thank god to him he he's the one helping me make content here for the show let me just tell you he's he's done it again he made a teaser for the streets of New Capenna, where all of us are just calling it New Capenna, but it's actually the streets of New Capenna. I think that's going to be something that's really important uh, as we start to look at the different cards that are released in the set and uh, things that come out. I think that's going to be um, a, a real big focus. Uh, we just had a set that had a lot of motorcycle riding rodents and uh, a lot of other things like that. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, and I, I think that the, the streets going back to a, uh, a city theme um, is going gonna, is gonna to kind of, you know, help tie a new block structure together. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we used to have blocks with uh, three sets mm -hmm. paired together that um, were all, days. yeah, good old days where we had, you know, themed block sets um, and then we'd shift to something else. And then they decided to go away from that. And I think that going with a theme, like this one's an urban environment rather than going for, um, you know, specifically a single plane. Um, I think that, I think that that's how they're going to tie things together from uh, here and, you know, now forward. Well, you, you know, the, you know, we did have streets before, you know, they had yeah. the Ravnica, but it was like more of a, uh, I, I hate to say a medieval feel because it, that's not, not correct. It, it, you know, I had that, uh, I guess, Renaissance feel. Yeah. Right. And yeah. now we're going into more of a modern, you know, we saw the future with Neon Dynasty, but now we're pulling back into the, to our era of the 1920s where the gangsters, you know, Al Capone, you know, uh, 
all these yeah. bad boys used to sit there and uh, take out the what they call their choppers, right, and try to take each one, everybody out. You know, it's the, the, the times of the untouchables. It's, you know, Magic's, Magic's a game where uh, they've already said that they're not going to include guns, but a Thompson submachine gun would not feel out of place in a lot of these new sets. <laughs> well, it, it, bring, it brings to mind what we, we elegantly term the ping. So we're constantly pinging with a uh, chopper, shall we say. Yeah, yeah. You know, you pull out your walking ballista rather than... Uh, there you go. Yeah, something else. All right. Love well, that card. <laughs> well, let's bring this uh, little thing up to date here, and let's start talking about this blog of the streets of New Capena. Gotta now, love his name. <laughs> yeah. Now you can you can see you can see it right. I don't know if you can see it on the the computer oh, yeah. there. Yeah. Okay. Let's start with the first one. First up, here are some things you can expect. So these are things that we know for a fact that we will end up seeing existing mana, existing mana symbols that we've never used before five mana costs using existing mana symbols that we've never used before. I, I have an idea, but realistically <sighs> and honestly, uh, I mean, we're they, going into, we're going into um, a new set that is based around a three color guild theme and I think similar to, oh God, what was the card um, that just came out that had a dual color uh, split Phyrexian symbol? I think we're gonna start. I think that we're gonna see that. It see, just came out. You, 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 the hybrid. I uh, see. You, you made me think. You say it, it's yeah. like the hybrid mana, but Phyrexian style. Yep. And yep. That's, you know, a lot of people are talking about this. Now, my thing is, they, you know, Watsi or Mono said that that was a mistake. The Phyrexian mana was a hundred percent a mistake on their behalf. Now, I think it's interesting for them to come back to it. Now, to me, I think it makes sense to go oh, here in oof. New Capenna, or the, shall I say, the streets of New Capenna with it, because of this one simple reason. Why? You have gangsters. They're putting their lives on the line. And you as a player, as a planeswalker, why shouldn't you put your life on the line as well? Yeah. Being the master, the owner, the don of these streets. My only fear is that with introducing a new phyrexian symbol similar to the one that um just came out gosh i can't remember what the card was um it's and it's going to kill me all night um but going into something like a hybrid phyrexian symbol really just makes that more easily played in more mm -hmm. decks um you know you like before, uh, you know, with a card like, uh, was it Duress to Stress? Gosh, what is it? Um, the one that's two black and uh, a colorless, or two Phyrexian black and a colorless, played in uh, a lot of creature decks. Um, you know, you're paying for dismember. life to... Yeah, Dismember, there it is. Um, you're trying to kill a creature with that, and giving the option of a hybrid mana symbol... Um, just makes it more easily played in a variety of decks right. where the Phyrexian mana isn't going to be that as impactful because you'll be able to kind of um, splash a color for it. And then, right. you know, while you're splashing for that one card, maybe you splash something else um, into the deck. So right. 
I, I fear that that'll be it. That'll be where it goes. Um, let's move forward. I oh, see a spell that costs 13, 13 BP. Black, black. How yeah. crazy is that? Uh, it's going to be one of those Triska somethings. Uh, no, whatever, it whatever. Because it it's 15. It can't no, Triska is 13. Yes. Like so Triska necrophobia if you're 13. Yeah, this is 15. So it can't be a That's Triska. true. Yeah, I guess it could be. Uh, it, it would have to be 15. I don't know what the 15 one is. How but, much uh, would it make a boss and Aldrazi snuck over here in this night? Oh, man. Well, is, 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 this, is this set um, linked in any way with Phyrexia? No. No? No. Okay. Um, do we know that for sure? No. Okay. Well, <laughs> then I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, I, could, I could imagine um, a, an, uh, an Eldrazi or um, something sneaking into this set, and I'm not looking forward to playing against it. I also imagine it's going to have some sort of alternate cost that's going to allow you to sneak it in. Maybe it's Evoke or something else that, uh, you know, it's going to make it. <laughs> uh, You're going to laugh at me. I actually yeah, well, think it's a demon monument to represent the demon, demon monument. That, that took down the angels of New Capenna. Okay. So I think it's a demon, like an artifact, artifact creature, but it's a you know monument to that creature. All right. So you think that it's going to be an artifact? with an ability that's going to cost 15 to play. Why not? What if it's, what if it's, um, you know, pay 13 black, black, create uh, 15, one, one blacks, uh, zombie squirrel tokens to, as the uh, perfect counter to Emrakul. Okay. Any, anything's possible. We're just yeah, throwing, we're throwing fecal material against the wall. Yes. <laughs> now let's get to fired the with plants. The um, mechanic we've tried to get in numerous sets, and finally it finds a home. I mean, that could be anything. That doesn't really give us much. Um, if they've tried to get it in numerous sets, have they touched on it previously and then tried to put it in, um, or has it just been something that they've been thinking about and then just never, you know, put in? Is it something that we've seen in uh, in in one of like? like the future site sets and we're now going to see it again. Um, I think that would be interesting, but you know, see, it's impossible my, to theorize on something that is held so closely to the chest, the way that wizards does. My thing is because I'm thinking like a gangster, right? I'm thinking like a hood red. I'm looking, I'm thinking as a low level Lieutenant. All right. In the mafia, right? I'm thinking potentially that this mechanic is a bribe. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's the streets. I can see bribes happening. Maybe there's some sort of bribe system that allows you to play political games with, uh, I mean, you know, between a, between the guilds. Exploit. We've had exploit before, so why not have bribes? Mm. You know what? It's been uh, what greater than ten years since we've seen uh, the the introduction of the commander decks. Uh, the first one of the first ones was uh, political puppets. Maybe mm -hmm. we'll see bribes and a return of the political puppet stack or of that theme. Right. Could be I possible. I like that. Yeah. I think that was a just. Okay. Coming back. 
Now this one says a creature type theme for a draft archetype that's never been used before. For draft archetype, creature type, a creature type theme for a draft archetype that's never been used before. So in the same way that something like uh, Shapeshifter, it's a creature type that specifically relates or has like a static ability related to draft. Are they bringing back conspiracy? Um, All I can tell you is the this, only thing this, I can imagine. This is a, they're, they're saying this is potentially like a commander heavy style set. Yeah, but but commander doesn't really do draft um, for a draft archetype that's never been used before. So maybe we're gonna see uh, see cards uh, like the gosh, I don't even know. Um, there's a I know there's a card that forces you to like draft the cards at the table or something like that. Doesn't Tom play something like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't remember what the card is, but maybe we go into an, an ability that does that. It forces you to like shuffle up and then draft out the cards. Um, that could be really interesting, but gosh, it's going to make games go wrong. They said an archetype that's never been used before. Yeah, so it sounds like they're going to make uh, it's going to be a, a new, new creature type that's going to have an ability that's going to force drafts. I'm saying maybe gangster or mobster. Okay. Something new. Hmm. Because I mean, we already have rogues, right? There has to be something edgier, something, you know, you know, we have maybe Lieutenant. Okay. Lieutenant, because we, you know, technically that's a commander thing and not a general magic play. You know saying? We've never seen. Yeah. Lieutenant. Yeah. So maybe a lieutenant could be interesting. I'm thinking uh, with all of the mobster talk that we'll 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 be uh, putting a lot of fear on the streets of New Capenna, and they're really going to go hard on cowards. Oh, oh, yeah, wow. maybe I don't know. Yeah, cowards they run off the battlefield and then they have to be reshuffled and drafted out again. I don't you know. know. So, there's there's oh, so much that wizards can do. You know, they're 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 gonna have to people have to pay for their protection and pay for the vigs. You know what I'm saying? You follow? Oh yeah, yeah. There's gonna be some. There's some people. There's some of these uh creatures in New Capenna are gonna be wearing concrete slippers. You know, being dropped in some rivers. I'm. You know what? I the next one's one that I I'm really excited about because okay. that that goes mm-hmm. along with a theme that I like, um, which is mm-hmm. copying creatures that you control. So um, a so, world creature that makes to, uh, token copies of creatures yeah. you control so, um, is Kiki. Like Kiki Jiki. Yeah. Is maybe Kiki Jiki making back. a return? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe that, we see Kiki Jiki return. That, that, that could that be would cool. Be interesting. Yeah. Kiki Jiki's a goblin, right? Yeah. He's a goblin. So maybe this set revolves around goblins. Maybe we're going to see goblins getting uh, a lot of support from this set. One of my favorite modern decks. Um, right. I don't play Kikijiki in the deck, but I do use a lot of uh, a lot of goblins that spit out creatures for free. Um, and I think that goblins could use some support, and that would be a really fun way to do it. Um, some so maybe a three cost Kikijiki type effect 
um, with an ETB effect or something along those lines. Uh, I'd well, be down. Ra- Ravishing wanted to say something. Go ahead, Ravishing. What, what were you going to say? I was going to say maybe it's a goblin mafia. Goblin oh, mafia. Man. Heck yeah. I mean, he, uh, who is it? Uh, Kranko is a mob boss, so we don't know. Mm-hmm. I think it would be super cool to see a uh, a goblin focused set or, okay. you know, going along the lines with the streets of New Capenna and uh, all of the, you know, back, back alley deals that could Genius. be made in yeah. in the streets of New Capenna. We start to see some mob boss themes and uh, we get some goblin support. Look at look at the ravishing one making some points. Look at you. Oh, love that. Give her a round of applause. There you go. There you go for the ravishing. There you go, ravishing. There you go. I'm I'm proud of the ravishing one. What was that? I am too. I am too. But I I I also like this uh this this next card that okay. costs Wooberg. Oh. Yeah. So are we are we expecting progenitus back? It's double. Yeah, maybe. I mean, think about it. This is progenitus. White, two white, two blue, two black, two red, two green. This is double. This, the, yeah. Uh, how funny would it be? Some cards I call double day, and you you know you you get you know double of everything. I mean, we pay double. The creature that you see before that is uh, something that's making copies. So maybe a doubling theme is part of the set. Double your money. Double down. Exactly. Yeah, placing bets on the streets of New Capenna. Now the next one, I, I like. I've been thinking really hard about this one. Yeah. Because this, like I played, very, you know, I, I've been playing oh. for over twenty plus years now. Premiered in standard one, legal set. Yep. A what? mechanic which first premiered in a standard legal set in the th- you know zero zeros or two thousands, seeing <clears throat> return to standard. Oh man. So, oh gosh, when was uh, when was Urga, Urza's uh, when was the Urza block? Uh, ninety-eight. That was ninety-eight. So we're talking after that. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Something old. Like there was a part of me that wanted to say uh, spell shapers because we haven't seen spell shapers in a long time. I was really hoping for banding, but. No, banding is definitely not going to make it. Another, you want to bring new players to Magic. Best uh, way to no, do it is with banding. No, yeah, oh yeah. No, no. Best mechanic. And now the other card, the other uh, mechanic that I thought would be great for this is Splice. I don't know if you you remember Splice. No, it's I a don't. Mechanic that came out during Kamigawa, the first time we went the champions, the saviors, and the betrayers yeah. of Kamigawa. It, it could it sense. It, what happens is you paid a, 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 let's say a reduced price to add a spell onto a spell. You know what okay. I mean? And, and so it was pretty neat. So I'm like, well, why wouldn't they not want to bring that mechanic back? It was something different. Uh, some, right, like some splice fun. into arcane. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. All right. I'm familiar with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, we are in, we're, in Kamigawa right now. So I don't see if, you know, like I said, if they're going back to a new block format where they're uh, keeping thematically things the same, but shifting planes back and forth um, within the new block format set style, um, I could definitely see keeping things that came from Kamigawa and bringing them up. Um, 
I could see them going, oh, we, we want to put Splice in the set, but it just doesn't fit the theme. You know what? Let's put it in New Capenna. Done. Hmm. 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 Uh, I mean, yeah. Now Splice, one, Splice is a pretty cool mechanic, so maybe maybe they'll do something that's not Splice into Arcane, but maybe Splice into uh, creature type of you control, something mm -hmm. along those lines. It could be interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Now, a card that makes cat and dog tokens. I mean, what is it, Ren and Siri? <laughs> I I have no, cl no clue with this one. This one, it's like a card that makes cat and dog tokens. Well, let's. can we be honest with each other? The only reason why they made dog tokens is because you had those cat creatures, and you had people complaining uh, saying, where are the dogs? You know, I'm not a cat person. I'm a dog person. You know, I have a pug and puggle, and you may see my background shake all the time because they tend to move the damn thing. It looks like a ghost moving. Or I'm, I'm them... surprised my cats and dogs aren't in the picture right now. No, there you go. So, but yeah. my thing is, I'm a dog guy. And so I can see people who are dog people going, hey, oh, where are my dogs? You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, enough of the cats. This one's weird cats and dogs tokens a card that makes it you know makes me think of ghostbusters cats and dogs living together mass hysteria i'm thinking think it i'm thinking it's a land oh that's a, already, that's a that's a valid point i wouldn't have thought of that yeah why not you've already got you know uh lands that make soldier creatures you've got lands that um or you know enchant lands that are enchantments for lands that can uh pump out squirrels why not? Why not something that pumps out cats and dogs? They've already got uh, the one card. Uh, the artist, I think, is Elena Danner, that uh, cares about like cats, dogs, and a certain number of other creature types. Animal sanctuary—that's what it is—and uh, and it and it pumps up um, cats and dogs and a couple other things. So why not a land that can pump out cats and dogs? Maybe it requires that you have uh, some some other requirement. Like if you control a cat, you can pump out a cat. If you have a dog, you can pump out a dog. Um, something along those lines. I, I, I could definitely see wizards doing that. Um, and considering they're making cats and dogs, I can imagine that part of this set is going to relate to that um, as, as part of the creature theme. Mm. Why not? We just have rats. Let's chase them down with some cats and then chase them down with some dogs. Maybe we'll see some dog catchers in Azorius. I don't know. <laughs> Possibly. You never know. You never know. Um, now, a draft theme caring about a threshold in the graveyard that we haven't cared about before. Is it enchantments? I, that's where I'm thinking. I'm, yeah. I'm thinking enchantments because we've cared about creatures. We've cared about lands. You know, we've, we've you know... Uh, We've cared about have we cared about planeswalkers? Planeswalkers, not really an idea, you know. Like, yeah. would you really care about planeswalkers here? I mean, in War of the Spark, yes. In here, no. In mm. for enchantments, though, maybe. maybe, or or possibly it could be uh, based on your devotion um, threshold in the graveyard. I like that. Something That's, along those lines. That that to me that makes tons of sense. Yeah, with a three-color set that's you know focusing on three-color guilds, you're going to have a lot of uh, cre or a lot of cards in your graveyard that could be tied to any specific color. 
and they're they're coming out with a new threshold, it could very well be that they're trying to make you think about putting devotion into your graveyard. And then maybe that 13 black black is going to bring down the cost based on devotion. Something along those lines. Yeah. I mean, looking at some of these cards in context with some of the others, I think is kind of what you have to do. Okay. Um, Well, the next card has me tantalized. It's multiple white cards capable of drawing a card each turn. That has me excited. As a person who plays Azorius, let me just tell you, uh, especially the spirit tribe, you know, can can I hope and pray that it's a spirit? Sure. You know me, dude. Um, I'm always looking for cards that are going to play in my commander deck. Mm -hmm. So if I can find something in mono white, I'm all for it. Um, we we need the card draw like anything else does, and uh, you know more so than anybody else because white doesn't typically care about card draw. No it, um, no, it doesn't. And you know, thank God, you know they 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 said they were going to repair white uh, like earlier last earlier last year, and yeah. I'm, I'm actually happy they're actually keeping true uh, with that. Yeah, I like that they. I think uh, it's called the Council of Colors. I believe that's yes. what they're called. Yeah, they yeah, and talking about uh, you know rehashing or rethinking what each color's identity and abilities are um, looking at each color individually and saying, you know what, in the past, we've always stuck with these specific rules for these colors and then rethinking that in different ways, um, allowing the evolution of the game to progress um, into the modern era and allow the the colors to be a little bit more balanced as well, Um, expanding on their abilities and giving them new abilities that they typically didn't have in the past, but in their own way. Like if you gained a certain amount of life, you can draw a card and it's like, great. That's what white needs because those are two themes. It's one theme that we're on and then one theme that it needs, um, you know, things along those lines. It's, it's good for the game for sure. And uh, with, with a lot of casual play happening, um, you know, you want a balanced format um, right. just as much as you do with uh, competitive play and then standard specifically. Well, here, this is a new section that Rosewater decided to go with is next. Here comes some rule text that will be showing up on cards. So, oh, you got a lot more to this page. Oh, dude, there's, Ooh, there's, there's, boy. there's, 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 like, I have two pages here. Uh, the next, this is the first one. Ready? Hmm. Then if you control 10 or more creatures, you may play the exiled card without paying its mana cost. um, 10 or more creatures. That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot. It's not even counting permanence on the battlefield. Um, so it sounds like, it sounds like certainly looking at a couple of these other cards in advance before we discuss them, um, things, it looks like, and you know, from what we talked about before, a lot of copying spells, um, Mm -hmm. a lot of copying creatures, a lot of doubling, like you said, um, as we mentioned previously, it it looks like we're going to see a lot of tokens and a lot of copying tokens, a lot of um, proliferate things like that. Um, And I think that'll, that'll really spice up the game um, in, in standard and hopefully add into modern and commander as well. Uh, Maybe we'll see some legacy cards. I don't know. Uh, Pioneer. Certainly. Definitely. Definitely so. Yeah. For for sure. Now the next one, this is where I got the idea for splice. Yeah. It it reads 
copy target spell you control that wasn't cast. Yeah. Um, so that, that's yeah. splice. That's splice right there. It, it, it's screaming splice. It, it is. It is screaming splice. Um, I also see like a couple down from there when you cast the spell copy it. So it sounds like I said, it sounds like we're going to, we're going to see a lot of that ability in this set. And, uh, and that's going to allow you to, you know, play one thing, copy it into another, do this other thing. And then, you know, when you only had three mana open, Oh, what are you yeah. thinking? What are you thinking? No, you just no, have realization. What, ha- what happened is that I remember there was a card in future sight that was, mm-hmm. that was, had for for no no foretelling was last foreshadowing so at the beginning of your upkeep uh, Hmm. you would you can show this card yeah and it would do this uh uh, ability it was called foreshadowing i remember um is the card called foreshadow from visions no it no. was an ability, like foreshadowing, it's something like foretelling. And what happens is that hmm. you could pay a shorter mana cost for something. Like, for example, I used it in a deck that gave a creature shadow, and I paid like a white and a generic. And you basically pay the wing generic, you show the card, you don't cast it, but it's the ability of the instant or sorcery in your hand. And it was in Future Sight. Hmm. I remember seeing that. Maybe it's that. I mean, very well could be. If it was in a Future Sight set, then I could see them um, having tried put it into a number of sets and then just didn't work. So they had to put it into uh, they put it into this one instead, and right. it kind of fit thematically. Um, I, I it's, like, not that's for, amazing. it's not for tell. No, maybe it's for tell. Nah, because I it's I, not, I not, know that ability, so it yeah. sounds like that would be a card that I wouldn't know. No, it's, um, it's like like because I know I like see what screws me up is that what happened in uh, uh, oh god the one that came out. This is last this year. is what happens when you have extensive knowledge of a game, game that has thirty thousand individual game pieces. <laughs> <laughs> no, you just can't know them all. It's impossible. No, because you know how Kaldheim they had they came up with like for uh, foretell, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So yeah. there's another ability that's comp, you know, that's not foretell, but it's like foreshadowing, foreseeing, something oh, like foresee- that. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe it's, it, it's. I know it's that ability for something. It does and, something that allows you to kind of upkeep, play it during your beforehand. It's, it's during your upkeep or. Uh, yeah, during, I believe it's during your upkeep. You pay a, a certain casting cost, and then it's a reduced casting cost, and you could have a creature do whatever you wanted, or yeah. you could have something done. And but your opponent sees the card that's in your hand, and it's like, oh, never cast it. It's oh, it was such a good card. Like, but I know I saw it. It was uh, from, definitely from Future Sight. I, it's like right here on the tip of. Uh-huh. Right there, but <laughs> maybe maybe it. maybe my buddy Maddie K, who's on his computer right now, can uh, help okay. us find it. Okay, Maddie K, you're on, you're on the job. Uh, Maddie K, you're on the job. You're finding this card. It's from go. Future Sight, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, go, go. <laughs> future Sight, foreseen, foreseeing something. Uh, get on the Google machine. I believe in you. The next one. Shoot, shoot us a message the- in the chat. Let us know if you find it, and uh, I'll continue drinking my. Green ectoplasm, juice. my green yeah, juice, yeah. ecto cooler, my ecto cooler. Yeah, 
Well, high C made an ecto cooler, so that's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Okay. As an additional cost to cast the spell, sacrifice a creature, discard a card, or pay for life. Oh, Oof. Oof. Sacrifice creature, discard a card, or pay for life. Well, as you said before, there's a card, or as we looked at before, there's a card that's going to uh, consider a threshold mechanic um, or it's going to based on a threshold mechanic that they haven't used in the graveyard. Um, so maybe we're going to see some sort of death shadow type. Um, oh, we got a comment. Archetype. We got a comment. Let's see what this comment oh, is. What do we got? What do we got? Oh, what do we got? The ravishing one's pulling it up now. Oh boy. Okay, bring it up, Renata. If you don't mind. Exile the card. Oh boy, I'm a man who hasn't played since Exodus. This is a foreign language to me. Oh, okay. Well, that's fair. I get it. I get it. Okay. Thanks, Maddie. Appreciate it. All right. Uh, yeah, but this card, you know, you sacrifice a creature. It's not that bad. Discard a card. That's really not bad. Or pay for life. Oof. Yeah, the paying for life is rough unless you're doing something like Death Shadow, where you want to hit, you know, below maybe, 13 maybe this life. is a card that Death Shadow wants or desperately needs to, you know, they, they did lose. They, they, they did fall from grace because of Loris. Maybe yeah. this brings them back from grace. I don't back know. Into grace. Maybe. I mean, any. I, I'm. I'm never opposed to a, a a card that's released in a standard set that's going to impact modern and kind of change the format up a little bit. Um, at least it's not something from Modern Horizons, like a, a one mana cost monkey that has dash and creates oh, well, a bunch of treasure. About, we're not talking about. Tokens. We're not talking about that asshole. We're not who? 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 We're not talking about him. I mean, he could be played in any deck. That's crazy. <laughs> now this Splash one, I find... red and merfolk to play a monkey. <laughs> well, this one I found interesting. If exactly three colors of mana were spent to activate this ability, if exactly three colors of mana were spent to activate this ability, so that's clearly part of another or part, like a piece of a line of text, um, and it's either going to be. It's going to give you some additional benefit. I mean, they've released cards like this before. It's going to be cool. Um, I'm hoping that it's in white or at least a colorless card that I can play in white because uh, I'm always looking for good pieces for my you know, premier decks. That. This is a set that it, they said it's going to be like three multiple three colors because we're, we're going to have the oh, yeah. friend. We're going to have the friendly triumphs. Hmm. To pay three same of the same exact mana? No, no, no. It doesn't say that though. It just says exactly three colors of mana. So it sounds uh, like a sunburst ability um, where they're looking for you to spend different colors, but this is exactly three hmm. colors. So maybe, so maybe if you're maybe it's an X spell that has like XXX and it's looking for you to cast something that has, uh, or if you spend only three colors on the XXX, it then allows you to do something else with it. Maybe create a token copy of that spell or so of like, that ability. I'm thinking like the Obscura, Obscura or Maestro. We're going to get into that in a little bit. But, you know, their colors, let's say Obscura. Obscura is white, uh, white, blue, black, which is Esper. But... Yeah. Obscura, if you pay those three mana, that mana cost, something me, you know, you're yeah. showing you, you're showing your uh, mafianess, you're, you're showing your, your, your family 
you need, I think, you know, I maybe see, it helps see, out your family. I see Esper as a, you know, uh, or Obscura, which is white, blue, black. Um, white and blue are always the color of like law and order, but then black kind of sounds like it's a corrupted law and order. So like a corrupted authority console these are, um, these are of the politicians. city. These are corrupt yeah. politicians. Yeah, these are corrupt politicians or, or corrupt enforcers of the law, um, corrupt judges, corrupt police, you know, some sort of corrupt um, p- people of power or, or creatures of power, because we're talking about the game, um, that are then going to allow you to do something else. I mean, it doesn't necessarily need to be in those colors, but uh, I think based on the other ones, you're going to get to copy that spell or ability. Um, if exactly three were spent, that's, that's my guess. I don't know what it's going to do, but I think it's going to copy. Um, now the next one, the next card I'm ex- terribly excited about. Why? It says create a one, one blue fish creature token. I'm saying this is an instant or sorcery. Are we trying to find Dory? No, this is, no? this is I, like, I heard people talking <laughs> smack about this card and coming up with names. I think that, Someone hit the nail on the head. No, I man, it's finding this, Dory. It's finding no, Dory. No, yeah, it's better. Yeah, no it's doubt. better. Dude, no. it's mafia. You have to think gangster here. Okay. This here, this blue card or instant or sorcery. I'm, I'm going to say it's a white instant. I'm going to say a white instant or white sorcery. You no have to way. pay a white and a blue. Ready? And you have to exile that creature. And the card is going to be called Sleeping with the Fishes. Okay. Sleeping with okay. the fishes. Okay. So you that card gets exiled. Guess what? Now you got a fish. You got a one-one fish. So you think so you're you're thinking along the lines of it's gonna be something like a generous gift in white that exiles your opponent's creature and then create a one-one blue fish creature token. So it would be like exile opponent's creature before that, create a one-one blue fish creature token, and then under that opponent's control. Yes. So this is like the middle part of something. I mean, that would be super cool. Um, I could I could see them doing something like that if that's going to be a uh, if that's going to be the way that the card is is laid out. I think sleeping with the fishes would be a, a perfect name for it. I think it's going to be a uh, it's going to be a one blue spell, and it's going to be called Finding Dory, and it's going to be create a one one blue fish creature token, and that's it. The, you, this <laughs> I mean, is what I have. Diane, That's this, what I this, want to see. Dan, this is what you get. What? Oh, come on. I mean, even that joke belong, deserves that. That that's what that joke deserves. It, I mean, that's fair. That's fair. I'll give it to you. Hasbro hasn't been bought out by Disney, as far no, as I know yet. No, so I think we're okay. Um, so the next until, one says, until we get the the goofy the goofy movie crossover secret lair. Yeah, our friend Mike. Uh, would love that since he's a fan of Goofy. Hey, I mean, there's a lot of people that are fans of uh, of Goofy and Disney. Um, why not? All right. It's the fun. next one is when you cast a spell, copy it. Copy it. Yeah. Like I said, uh, copy the target spell that you were, that you control that wasn't cast. I don't see why. Uh, what it, what it's basically saying is these two things work together. When you cast a spell, copy it, and then so copy a spell that know- wasn't cast. We're getting a new reverberate. Yeah, effectively. Yeah, we're getting reverberate. I think the one before it, copy target spell that you control that wasn't cast, like a couple a couple spots up. 
I think that's going to be a tap ability on a creature. Now this one, Wurberg tap sacrifice card name. Yeah. Um, so that's going to be, you know, it taps and sacrifices itself. Um, and you win it's going to do something. No, I don't see it. I don't see it as winning the game. It could be an ability on that, on that Wooberg creature that we saw before. Um, the double one, the progenitive. Uh, I mean, maybe that'd be kind of cool. It'd be cool if it won the game, but I hope not. Um, I kind of hate that. Um, when that happens, um, I also, you know, don't like getting comboed off on, although that kind of is my primary strategy on EDH. Yeah. <clears throat> the next one says where X is the number of permanents you've sacrificed this turn. Uh, where X is the number of permanence. I'm saying this is a boss. I'm saying this is a demon boss <laughs> that basically, you know, sacrifices his underlings. It's going to be copied more, for... And, it's, and achieves more power. So this is going to be a power, not toughness, but power. And they're going to sacrifice creatures. No, no. I'm going with it's going to copy a spell... X times where X is the number of permanents you sacrificed. Oh, you know, that, yeah, that's, that's, not, that's that, what I that's, see. Okay. That's interesting. That's a hot take, hot take right there. That, that's a hot take. You yeah. heard it here. Yeah. How many, this is the sound for Don, Dan's new hot take. <laughs> that, that's your hot take. I'll take that. I'll take that. Or, or if not, it just might be. There you go. I would, I would drink to that, but uh, I don't have any more ecto cooler. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I ran out. I didn't pour myself enough. Yeah, it comes uh, in a next, pouch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the next one says, "Count the colors of sacrifice creature." Yeah. So, so we're looking. So, and this goes again towards the uh, the threshold mechanic that I was that I I believe was uh, that we're going to see. Um, I think that this this set's going to be a lot about copies, a lot about colors, a lot about tokens. Um, we're gonna we're gonna see a lot of that. We're gonna see Kiki Jikis. Um, we're gonna see the the graveyard threshold. We're gonna see land uh, or activated thresholds, um, and we're gonna start to see um, a lot of a lot of tokens, which I think is going to play into the the white card draw, um, and a lot of other mechanics as well, like right. you know copy at X times, sacrifice X permanence. You get X based on the numbers things you've sacrificed. Uh, I, th I think that that's where this set's going to go based on this preview that we're uh, looking at right now right. and in the context of the other ones. Well, I'm sticking next, to that. All right. Well, that's your hot take. Uh, you may cast any number of the copies without paying their mana costs. Cast any number of the copies without paying their mana costs. It's a little awkward read, like an awkward statement. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Exactly. It's one of those things that make you go. Hmm. You may cast any number of the copies without paying their mana costs. I mean, I don't know. This this one has. Oh uh, yeah. It's yeah. Um. You may cast any of number of the copies. It sounds like maybe you exile something. And then you're creating copies of it. 
in I, I exile. Have I, I have to see this thing in action. I, I, I got it. I like. If you, ladies and gentlemen, I apologize for for this one. I have zero answers for. Yeah. Well, the only thing that I can think is that you're you're doing something, either revealing a copy, revealing the top card of your library, or exiling a card, or looking at opponent's hand and creating copies of that that are then going to be either in your hand or in exile or you know somewhere available to you that you can then cast based on either a threshold mechanic or the number of permanents you've sacrificed this turn. Mm-hmm. Um, something along those lines. Uh, I think that'll be interesting, but I have no idea what it is. All right. Now we come to, here comes some creature type lines in the set. So I hope you're <laughs> ready for this, Dan, because there's I'm, one, there's one that caught my, I was like, Ooh, I know one, our friend Ray will truly love. And that's the first one. Yeah. Minotaur. Devil, Devil warrior. <laughs> devil warrior i mean that's going to be red black probably what is it red black white uh maybe red black green with a john yeah i can't remember exactly what the uh what the guilds are in this set that's all right you know until we start playing we're not we're gonna have but a devil warrior that sounds plant dinosaur hey 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 you're going too far you're going too far let's go (laughs) one at a time ready i'm excited dude okay the next one raccoon rogue Um, the first raccoon that we ever see in the set we had what we had gerbils or hamsters uh in dungeons and dragons did we really yeah we got come on bro there's a hamster there was a hamster i didn't know i didn't know yes yes yeah, you're gonna have to I, go back. You're gonna have to go back to, and listen to a past episode of MTG Ectoplasm, where I, I broke down, uh, 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 I think outer space hamsters that are about six feet tall. I missed that one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. What? But what? raccoon, but raccoon rogue. What do you think? I personally think if like if you think of a raccoon. I think a raccoon yeah. is a rogue. They have the little ski, you know, the little mask around their eyes, and they they like to hide and uh, steal from your garbage cans. They're, they're, you know, we call them lovingly around these parts as trash pandas. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I what's that movie with Chris Pratt that Guardians just came out? Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, what's the raccoon? A rocket. Rocket yeah. the raccoon. So we're looking at Rocket the raccoon. Maybe. Maybe. Well, so me personally, me, have- per- me personally, I'm hoping there's a pug in here because a pug have a black mask just like a raccoon. So I'm hoping. Well, that would a be pug. a treasure dog. Yeah. Well, hey, yeah, hey, hey, you're getting ahead of me. You're ahead <laughs> of me. The next one, bird assassin. I mean, if it's if it's playable, it's going in my bird deck. It's it's different. I, I wouldn't have put bird and assassin together. We've had bird warriors, bird soldiers, bird yeah. wizards, but bird assassin is something we've never seen before in the world of magic. It's going to be a black bird, I imagine, because uh, assassins are are black creatures typically. Um, at least that's what I would think um, in in the color pie, um, and you know, based on other other cards that we've got, so. One of, well, you the one you brought up was plant dinosaur. Now yeah. we had a fungal sore before, which was a fungus and a dinosaur. Hmm. But plant dinosaur that's different. Hmm. 
So we, we, you know, that's interesting, but I know that we, in the world of magic, we've had a fungal sore. Hmm. That, 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 yeah. that, that joke writes itself too, right? Fungal sore. Yeah. Fungal, fungal sore. Fiction, it's sore. Fungal sore. Yeah. That's uh, gross. <laughs> now the, the, the next one is artifact creature treasure dog. Yeah. I mean, who, who doesn't want that? No, I'm thinking this is one of those little robot toys that, uh, is a treasure has a treasure in it. Could be. It's like a, it could be like a lion's eye diamond or a lion diamond. But this oh, is yeah, a lion, lion diamond. Diamond eye lion or whatever. Um, so this may be a treasure dog, literally a treasure dog. A treasure. Yeah, I mean, it's probably a treasure token dog. Yeah, uh, yeah. But it, it also plays into the idea that we're going to see dogs as a theme in the set. And why not a land that generates them? Mm. Mm, mm, now, mm. artifact creature, angel warrior. Yeah. Now, uh, there's a card from back in the day, and I forget what it's called. I, I think it's like Copper Leaf Angel, and it was an artifact angel. And it's interesting to see here they have an artifact creature that's an angel warrior. So that now that has my curiosity peaked. Yeah. Um, artifact creature, angel warrior. Yeah. I didn't even, Hmm. That's like, you would uh, think um, regular creature, angel warrior. Okay. Not a problem. Yeah. Artifact what is a creature? What's a angel of there. There already is that seven cost angel that makes it. That's like flying indestructible. Can't lose. Can't win. Something along those lines. Can't remember exactly what it is, um, but I could see I could see more of that. That could be really cool. Um, now the, the card that I was talking about is called Copperleaf Angel for five yeah. minutes. It's a two-two flyer. Tap it. Sacrifice X lands. Put X plus one plus one counters on Copperleaf Angel, and it came out in Prophecy. So in do prophecy. I think, So I mean, if if you get a chance, go back and look at the art. And it has somewhat of this uh, Art Deco, Art Nouveau type of look uh, of New Capenna. Or, sorry, the streets of New Capenna. Hmm. So, just maybe? Yeah, I'm going to uh, gonna have to look into that um, with that Art Deco style, especially. Um, maybe we'll see a return to that. And now comes the legendary creatures. The first legendary creature that they put up here is a Sphinx demon. To me, that's that that's that makes no sense. I can't picture a Sphinx being a demon. I've yeah, used them, you know, we're so used to them being blue and white and blue and being nice, but you know, a Sphinx demon, really? Yeah, I don't see why not. Um, I could see a Sphinx going bad. We're talking about, uh, you know, this like the corrupted streets of New Capenna. I don't, I don't see why that why that couldn't be a thing. I, I'm imagining. I imagine that these are going to be uh, things that we're going to see in the Commander precons, um, which I'm all for, especially wow. with the Cat Citizen coming up next. Oh, well, um, they, there you go. The next one, legendary creature, Cat Citizen. Yeah, that's what I want to see. Because uh, that will go right into my Arabo deck. I think um, they made as a, long I think as it's only creature. green and white. 
I think they made a creature that that uh, it's a there was a legendary creature, and I think they may, they potentially are making it a planeswalker that was a cat citizen. Really? Uh, yeah. So I'm pretty interested to see where this goes. I mean, that could be pretty great, honestly. I'd love to see a uh, love to see some good some new good cats. Always down for some new good cats. Now the this one interests me. Is a legendary creature cephalid advisor? Like, what exactly is a cephalid? Isn't that a? Uh, isn't isn't that the uh, the soft bodied, um, squishy uh, people undersea creatures? No, like yeah. a like they're a, not merfolk, uh, but they're like uh, squids. Yeah, yeah, it's like a squid. Um, I mean, it'll be blue, <laughs> definitely. But yes. I don't know what else it's going to do. They're, 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 they are squid people. Yeah. Because I'm it's looking like, at the art now and I'm like, oh, I remember these. I remember these in the time of Torment. Yeah. Oh. yeah. So they're bringing things back. Yeah. Bringing back Torment, Legion, Odyssey. Yeah. I, I remember these guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a squid. Squid people. Yeah. I remember opening packs and going, this is great. Oh. Yeah. The art's cool. No, well, the art is awesome, but yeah, what they 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 left you wanting. Yeah, well, then, that's part of the game. <laughs> and great, then finally, great art, regardless whether the card is good or not. And then finally, one card that I'm really exception excited about because I do play uh, Edgar Markov as my uh, commander against you guys uh, here and there, and it's a legendary creature, Vampire Demon Noble. Well, too bad for you. It's going to be in Jund. <laughs> Maybe I can. You know. You know. Anything is possible. Yeah, anything's possible, dude. I mean, this cat cat citizen could be uh, could be uh, could could be Esper colors. Who knows? Devil warrior in Esper <laughs> doesn't touch any of the colors that it should. <laughs> I hear you. Well, there yeah, you go, anything, ladies. Why not? There you go, ladies and gentlemen. This is the teaser that was brought to you by our friend Mark Rosewater for the streets of New Capena. Uh, he did put at the very end uh, that check out the streets of New Capena. They will debut on April 7th. So we're talking right around the corner because today is what? The 29th. Tomorrow is the 30th. You're talking in eight days. Yeah. Uh, we're going to start seeing stuff. At, and he goes 9 a.m. Uh, Pacific time on Twitch or YouTube. Now that means twelve o'clock or twelve one o'clock our time, maybe. Uh, yeah. I, what was the time again? Uh, he said twelve. No, nine a.m. Nine a.m. Nine a.m. Pacific. Yeah. So you're talking maybe to, oh, yeah, talking like, like twelve one o'clock uh, yeah. Eastern Standard Time. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect time for what Thursday afternoon, Wednesday, yeah. Thursday. Something yep. like that. Yep. So sometime next week. Yep, we're gonna know exactly. next next Friday. We're gonna know. Well, things um, are gonna start getting spoiled. You know, it just it feels like Neon Dynasty was just here now. Yeah, uh, they're gonna start spoiling stuff left and right. I'm excited, you know. I, I love this, but at the same time, it's like let me enjoy the toys that I got before I start looking at future toys. Yeah, you know dude. I, mean? I feel that. I'm like already still trying to acquire the uh the cards from Kamigawa. 
that I wanted. And, uh, and I'm already now got to start looking at this new Capenna set. There you uh, go. Yeah. Trying to hold off on the buying as much as I can, <laughs> even though, even though I just dropped like 40 bucks on a, another proof today. So well, 40 bucks is 40 bucks for you. Well, yeah. now ladies and gentlemen, don't, don't forget. You can find uh, my friend new Dan, on Instagram at fires in Atlantis. That's right. Fires in Atlantis. Now yep. uh, we have a, a two cards that we're going to spoil for you before we end the show. And these cards got spoiled to us uh, earlier uh, this afternoon or one I haven't seen spoiled the other day. And then one earlier this afternoon and ravishing is bringing up. And the first card is my Astros. Charm. Mm-hmm. A blue, a black, and a red. It's an instant. And it reads, choose one. Look at the top five cards of your library. Put one of those cards into your hand and the rest into your graveyard. Not bad. That's not bad for all. First one. The next one says, each opponent loses three life and you gain three life. That's not bad either. Not bad at all. And then the final one It's kind of weird for Grixis, but that's okay. Exactly. And then the last one says Maestro's Charm deals five damage to target creature or planeswalker. That's on brand. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would expect this one in uh in Abzan or in uh no. Yeah, Abzan? No. Azorius? I don't know. In the obscura, whatever that one is. Um white, oh, yeah. black. White blue, it? white, blue, black. Yeah, white, blue, black. Um, because losing three life and gaining three life, I don't see that in any of any of those colors. But then again, new color pie. So we're getting yeah. a lot of new stuff. Um, well, what happens just so you know, the maestros. Yeah. The, the maestros are uh, assassins, the vampiric assassins. Okay. All right. That's fair. So. Look at the top five. Put one of those cards into your hand and the rest into your graveyard pretty good charm um if you can if you can afford the three colors in your deck um i could see this being played the greatest part is that it's only three colors um there's no additional thing um choose one eh, it'd be better if you could get a second one out of it but right overall not bad right i mean be cool I if it had an, be cool if it had an x and it was like choose one or x something like that right now, my yeah. question is, well, how many Grixis players are going to want to play this? This is going to be interesting. Yeah. I mean, in standard, probably. I could see it getting played in standard. Um, dealing five damage to a creature for only three um, in in standard could, could see play in draft for sure. Right. Um, outside of that, I don't really see it getting much play. Okay. Um, it's, it's, was it a brainstorm um, at the top? A ponder, uh, something along those lines, and you're paying three for it. Uh, I think there's better cards, even though it's digging deeper. I think that you can you can be more mana efficient, especially uh, at at the cost of having to play all three colors. And really, the only deck in modern that's going to play it, right? Would be well, Death Shadow. I guarantee <laughs> somebody. I guarantee somebody who has a commander deck that plays Thraxamundar is going to want to play this. Just, just. Oh yeah. Yeah, this is a commander card for sure. Yeah. You're you're playing if you're playing those co- those colors, you're gonna toss this in um, because it's gonna do things that you want, but it's not getting played in uh, in in more competitive Pioneer, formats. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, maybe pioneer, but 
I think standards about the extent of this card. All right. Well, let's get to the next one. The next charm is Obscura Charm, a white, a blue, and a black. Choose one. Return target multicolored permanent card with a mana value of three or less from your graveyard to the battlefield tapped. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Counter Counter target instant or sorcery spell. That's really interesting. And yeah. then finally, destroy target creature or planeswalker with the mana value of three or less. I love this card. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I saw the art for the card when it was posted before. I remember like seeing, oh yeah, it's 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 white, blue, black, and looking at the artwork and not really reading it. And uh, you know, saw that you said spirits wants this, and I was like, really. And now looking at it and like really reading it and taking it in. Um, yeah, I could see this one getting played. Um, the only drawback is that it's got to be a multicolored permanent card with mana value three or less. So, I mean, you gotta like, you gotta really dig in for multicolored cards that are also permanents in your deck. Um, to to get benefit off of that but being able to counter an instant or sorcery or destroying a creature or planeswalker for three um it's it's got a lot of utility so yeah i could see this one getting some more extended play um i think any any deck that's running these three colors in commander is going to want it i see this as a staple um in commander for sure in uh what is that esper Mm -hmm. um so yeah, uh, I, I I think that this one's a good one. This one's good. Um, definitely I mean, going to be. It's a, it's a lot better than Esper Charm. Esper Charm is the same mana cost, but it you know it said choose one, destroy target enchantment. Meh. Mm-hmm. Draw two cards. Okay, not bad. Or target mm-hmm. player discards two cards. Meh. Ooh, does this, it this, replace Esper Charm? Oh, does, this definitely does, replaces us for charm. This this yeah. the obscure charm is superior because you got to consider. Oh, the only reason why let, let me rewind a little bit. The reason yeah. why I said this is potentially a spirit card is because yeah. it, within the spirit community, uh, there's a gentleman whose name is D Star. He created a Urion build for spirits. Mm-hmm. So I'm I've been asking the spirit community, the spirit squad, to to go yeah. out there and start brewing. Start you know. Don't sit on your laurels. Don't feel comfortable with what's out there the now. Yes, we have the Bant. We have the Azorius. Now we have the Urion. Why don't we explore? Let's let's try uh, Rakdos. Let's, let's try Mardu. Let, let's yeah. try Jeskai. Obscura, white, blue, black. This fits perfectly. You know, just the fact that, you know, oh, I get to return a permanent, you know, a three mana or less permanent. That's basically all. Multicolored permanent. Multicolored permanent. That's the yeah. issue. It's the only issue. Okay. Which multicolored permanents do you want in spirits, though? Um, and specifically, which one are you going to try to get into your graveyard? Drug school captain. Okay. Other than then, that, mm, that's going to be tough there. Yeah. Right. So then, I mean, you could you get, get your drug school captain, but you've also got the utility of countering instant or sorcery spell. Well, well also you could consider. See, now I'm going to get you on this one. It, this yeah. may be pioneer. You know, the reason why is that you got the Watcher of the Spheres, which is also white, uh, 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 gold oh. color. You also have Empyrean Eagle, which is gold color. It's a good card. So I'm just saying, like, 
this might, you know, it may not yeah. see the modern, but potentially I can see somebody brewing and making this a pioneer. The fact that, yeah. oh, I get to return a permanent back to my hand, three or less, or destroy a creature uh, or a planeswalker or three or less. That right there is golden. Yeah, I, I think I, the, the, the mana cost is what has to be. It's like it has to be those three absolute colors, and that's that's tough. That's yeah, tough. Yeah. But to counter an instant or sorcery, that's not bad either. No, it's not bad. Yeah, and, and you know what? Like in uh, in modern, like you said, I don't, I don't see it being played no, too much. Modern, modern, definitely not. Pioneer, yeah. definitely so. Commander, absolutely. Pioneer, definitely. Um, I mean, it, it, it definitely has a place in Pioneer. I think that there will be decks that will play it for sure and will do well. Um, standard, it's going to be played. Um, in in uh, in limited and uh, draft and stuff, for sure, Like that's going to be a card that you're going to want. You're going to build around those colors when you pull it. But, uh, you know, beyond, beyond that, um, it's going to be questionable. There you go. Could you make it work? Yes, but is it going to be? Is it a, is it a card worth building around? Um, I don't necessarily think so. Okay. Well, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, tell us what you think. You know, th- this is something you know that's the fun thing to talk about, to debate, to go over, and uh, just to have fun with. You know, who won this battle? Did Dan win, or did I win, or are we both? You know, twiddling our thumbs in the wind. You know, going, what the hell is going on? Spewing bullshit. There you go. Spewing definitely blue sheet here. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget, you can reach me at mtgectoplasm at gmail.com. That's my email. That's my, you know, let me know your thoughts. If you've got ideas for future episodes, let me know there. Or mtgectoplasm on Twitter. You know, go there all the time. It's a great uh, insight with what I think, what other people think. It's a good time. So, Dan, before we end yeah. the show, what is your thoughts uh, share a little bit more about yourself for the listening and viewing audience. Yeah, no doubt. Um, you can reach me at fires in Atlantis on Instagram. That's uh, pretty much the best way to contact me. Um, tell me that I'm bad and that you hate me. Um, it's my favorite kind of mail. Um, send me pictures. Look at my pictures. I've got a couple of them. Um, if you've got recommendations for decks that you want me to play, uh, send them. I will ignore them. And then we can uh, have casual conversation about it. Um, you can find me here sometimes, um, or possibly at Greg's games once uh, it warms up and Dwight and I decide to take our bikes out there and, uh, cruise. Yeah. It's going to be nice. You're going to be like, and I'm going to be like, I've trust me. I've been looking at a new motorcycle. I've been begging. Have you? Oh man. I'm just, I'm just waiting for mine to explode. (laughs) Hopefully not, but it does leak oil. Well, that's that's not a good thing. You know, we're trying it, to save the earth here. Fine, it's fine. There you go. Lots of oil. Well, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> please do me a favor. Follow me on YouTube or even on Twitch. Uh, if you're li- if you're viewing, and if you're listening to the show, uh, you please follow on uh, Spotify, Google, and uh, Apple Podcast. I'd gladly appreciate that. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for being here. And remember, the next time you're kicking your opponent's ass, make sure they say that's Bushi. That's Bushi. Yo.